What's up, Thumpers and Hyper Homies? Welcome back to another episode of Hyper Heroes here on Hyper Rabbit Power Go! You and I had a very adventurous day. Homie. It was. Homie. You were so missed. <sighs> Allow well, me first to of introduce all. myself. <laughs> My, My name, name is Ho. Oh, H to the O-V. <laughs> um, oh, that was an out of the blue, just... It came out of nowhere. Yeah. And I was like, uh, I need to go to this. I was asleep and Malika was like, you get my Slack? you get my email? I'm like, for what? <laughs> Fast and the Furious wants you to come out and do drifting and, and then, watch hang the on. new trailer for Hobbs and Shaw. To her defense, was it like two in the afternoon and you were asleep? No, it was like <laughs> nine in the morning. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Right. okay. <laughs> that's a little early, but that's that's regular people's like, yeah. they're already at well, work. Well, that's because I, I woke up at five and then I was like, well, I'm going to sleep for another hour and then mm. I slept for five more hours. Mm, good. Or three yeah. hours. Or yeah. Long. But that um, experience was absolutely bonkers it was bananas. so awesome we went to the auto club speedway yeah in we, fontana in fontana california yeah. we got a chance to ride in a mclaren and then we went drifting in a right. dodge challenger hellcat so let's kind of break it down oh my so God. there was so two sick. phases to the trailer reaction yeah so they wanted you to focus on the trailer on the first ride or second ride whichever one you want so you yeah. got into a uh mclaren that gripped the road like a fucking like a like a like a like a like a fat kid on cake. <laughs> no, I wasn't not sure where you were gonna go with not that. A good I was, one. Like, are we gonna, I was trying to think of a good analogy. But that McLaren, we hit about hundred and twenty miles watching the trailer on that one. Uh, the silver McLaren? My driver hit 140 at one oh, well, point. Well, then 140 that miles an hour. That was ridiculous. And he was killing it. My but butt cheeks were puckered. That So that that car didn't feel as intense because that car was very controlled. Yeah. So you could focus on the, the trailer reaction. Well, it was yeah. low to the ground. It gripped like crazy. So you were feeling the G-forces, but it didn't feel crazy. And then we get into the Hellcat all together. And that Hellcat was... Swinging us around, drifting. It, that car was made to drift. You got a text message, maybe from your postmates. You might want to answer <laughs> that. Jesus. Not sponsoring a, the episode, yeah. by the way. This is an epic saga. Yeah. What's happening here? Nothing. It's just an automated message. Hector. Oh, got oh, it. Got okay. it. Okay. Well, <laughs> Hector doesn't use postmates. Yeah. Yeah. So he's not here yet, Zach. He's not here. <laughs> yeah, he's not here yet. Um, but yeah, we ended up drifting. How many did we do? Three I think laps? we did three. We did three laps, three laps. drifting around this track you at another 140. Scene. Yeah, me, me in the front, Zach and I in the back, and mm-hmm. just being thrown around. It was <laughs> awesome, actually. Was so fun. that was my favorite ride, just because it was the most intense. I think, yeah, because <laughs> just because you're getting tossed yeah. around like crazy, you really feel the G forces in that car. Mm-hmm. Whereas the other McLaren was a lot of fun. Yeah. But it just it felt a lot more controlled, so I felt safer in there. Yeah, and plus I think the experience of us doing it together mm-hmm. that was the great. Second time, fun. that's made why it that you need to co- next time. Hey, next time you got to come, Hector. I know, man. And then next after that, come, they, so happy. they they allowed us each of us to drive our own vehicles. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What did you drive? I drove the Lamborghini Huracan. Uh, <laughs> fucking amazing car. I was standing up. I'm not that tall. I'm like five six, five seven, and it came up to here to me. So like I was standing Whoa. over this car. Getting in, I couldn't fit my fat head in. Like I was, my helmet was just too big. I was like fumbling around, uh, and then I get into this thing, and then like they size you up to make sure the yeah. angles on your legs are just right, and like your hands, get that slack, the, baby. Yeah, your hands have to be at you an exact thing. And uh, I don't know if my my. So you drive with an instructor, Hector. He cool. tells you when to stop, when to go, and they encourage you to punch it. Like they tell you, go hit it, go go, and you have to like floor it, and coming you're going. Out of turn, yeah, coming out of turn. The pedal. I, uh, there was one point where i was turning in my back my back tire squealed a little bit he's like yeah there you go <laughs> and i was like yes um That's so cool. that was that was super duper cool and we did, weren't watching the trailer at that point no, that was no. just for 
us to like experience it. Yeah, yeah we then, didn't even get any footage of that, but that's we'll cool. get it later. We'll get it, we'll on get it later. Really? Yeah, we're getting yeah, it on yeah, Wednesday. Yeah, cool, yeah. cool. cool. Um, and so I, I don't know if my driver was just kind of like trying to pump me up, but yeah. he was like, dude. You got it. You just need track time. He's like, you're smooth. Ooh. You're quick around the Ooh. turns. And he was like, just track time and you'll be able to get it. And I'm like, nice. oh, he's doing a really good job of trying to sell me to yeah, go back and do back. a bunch of more laps. Yeah. So Drop some K yeah, yeah. at that track time. <laughs> drop that 300. And that shit is not cheap. No, yeah. drop like, that 300. Not cheap. Yeah. And yeah. then I remember when we left, uh, the woman at the register was like, by the way, uh, because you've already been here once, on your next visit, you get a free lap. I'm like, great. So it's only... A hundred dollars per lap yeah, now exactly. because I get that free wow. lap. Cool. The base one is three hundred dollars for yeah. five laps yeah. in like their lowest end car. Yeah, and then it's it a, just goes up from there. It's a Porsche. It's a Porsche. Yeah, so? it's a Porsche. Yeah. Uh-huh. Can um, you, can I drove. The, I you, drove. You bring the... your own car. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> bring my Hyundai Accent. Your... <laughs> but I will say, <laughs> I will say, Flip there it. was one Flip day it. where we drove from his house, uh-huh. and you drifted a turn. Real nice, like yeah. it was. I know my car. Honestly, if he had car. not drifted that that turn so well, I pulled we the e-brake cool. straight and up like ninety degree it. turn driving yeah. into Glendale. It was pretty smooth. Mm-hmm. Um, I drove a I drove a Ferrari four eighty eight. Right, and man, first of all, how was the fit in there? Because that car is not made for you. It was a Lego car. It was snug, right? <laughs> it was a Tonka. Yeah, yeah. It was really snug. <laughs> yeah. uh, getting in, getting was was a little bit of a challenge because where the steering wheel was, exactly. was really low. Exactly. So I had to really like squeeze my legs in. You had to like squat before you get yeah. in there, and then yeah. like slide in exactly. sideways. You got to do the sloth squat, yeah, and then yeah. like get in. Yeah. But once I was in, it's actually like a very comfortable drive. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Even though it's like very low and it's very compact, like I never felt claustrophobic or squished. Yeah. Like yeah. once you just once you start going. Man, it really it moves. Yeah, really so nice. that's what I felt too in yeah. my car. So the car that I drove was four hundred and seventy, no, five hundred and seventy some odd horsepower. Right? Yeah. When you gun it though, you never feel like you're out of control. No. It's always like, okay, okay, this is nice, this is nice, and then you yeah. feel like the way they teach you, you feel like you have full control over the thing. So yep. it's like very encouraging just to go. Yeah, and I think super that fun. was the crazy part was when I. Sc- would squeeze on the gas pedal. Yeah. And when I thought I was pushing hard enough, yeah. he was, he was telling like, you. go, go, yeah, go, yeah, push yeah, it, push yeah, it, push yeah. it. And like, I would hit it and I get to like over. Is that you? Yeah, I guess so. That's <laughs> there bud. you go. Oh. I would get to over, uh, over 120. Yeah. And I was like, I'm, I'm good. Right. He's like, go, go, go. Yeah. I was like, Oh my God. Yeah. This is not that long of a straightaway. And it's scary because you see, cause they, there's certain cones that you have to break yeah. out. And you see them coming, and you're you're <laughs> used to driving normally, so you're like, okay, cones are coming. I'm just gonna slow, slow down, down gently into gently. them. They want you to ride right into yeah. them and just like slam the brakes and take the turn. Yeah. I'm just like, holy shit, dude! It's crazy, That's man. So much fun. It's crazy, but yeah. it was it was such a it was such a fun time. If you want to check it out, it's on the YouTube channel. Uh, it's also we posted some clips on Twitter, and yeah. I posted some stuff on my Instagram as well. Yeah. And then once we get all of our individual stuff, we'll post we'll those post as, well, as well, so you guys can see our individual rides. But I can't such wait. a fun experience. I can't wait. Would I do so it again? Cool. It's kind of expensive i don't know for the price no yeah. if i was fucking rich hell yes. hell yeah hell yeah hell i would yeah. never buy one of those cars but i would definitely never. like take all of you out if yeah. i was rich and oh, like let's go have a track day homies sure. let's yeah. go do it it's super so, super fun and yeah. it just made me that much more excited to go watch hobbs and shaw absolutely and then we're going to this guy's house thanks buddy yeah we're going to this guy's house in a couple weeks to watch <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
Thank you. To Marathon. To Marathon Furious, uh, Fast Five and Furious Six. Yeah. yeah. Which is going to be a lot that, of fun. That's going to be so fun. Fast and that, Furious yeah. Six. Six. Yeah. Yes. Furious Seven. Called, it was supposed to be called Furious Six. And, I know. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we're going to have a lot of fun yeah. watching that stuff. Um, but let's let's jump in. Let's talk about Comic-Con. Okay. Uh, are you guys excited to go? Because I kind of feel like, for me personally, there's really not much to see anymore this oh, year. Oh. Yeah. So Sony's not going to so, be there yeah, now, hit us, hit us why, Adam. Hit Warner us. Brothers and DC are well, not coming let, there in a Hall H capacity. Let's break this down for a second yeah. also did you do all that other housekeeping i don't think you did hey you guys know where the podcast is <laughs> check it on spotify apple hey, podcast hey you know about patreon we're gonna yeah. be doing commentary yeah. for men in black you we'll can get jump to on it patreon.com so yeah. rpg we're getting to you it you can access all all the commentaries and all the other stuff that we have on there and it supports yeah. us yeah we got john wick and, and we RPG, got obviously. dark man yes yeah Those that's up some, there already some yeah. commentaries on there already and the third one coming yeah so let's break it down if sony were to show up what would they show they have a whole slate of stuff Zombieland 2, oh, Double yeah. Tab, Charlie's Angels, The Grudge, okay. Bloodshot, the Vin Diesel Valiant comic book mm. adaptation, mm-hmm. uh, Morbius, the Jared Leto. You know what? You're right. Marvel Why are they movie. skipping Comic-Con? Why are all these studios skipping <laughs> I, Comic-Con? I, Look I at just, all the stuff that Warner Brothers could have potentially shown. Warner Brothers DC, yeah. that breaks my heart. Right. Yeah. That breaks my heart. Birds I would have loved. The Batman, the Suicide Squad. That. Uh, Warner Brothers. Wonder Woman 84. I mean, Wonder, what did I say? Wonder Brothers? <laughs> Wonder, Wonder, Wonder Brothers, yeah. Wonder Brothers. Those the two. Wonder Brothers. The famous yeah. breakdancing crew, the Wonder Brothers. <laughs> Form of a good, a good <laughs> movie. <laughs> Activate and it turns into the Hall H ring. <laughs> <laughs> turns into the, the water tower. That's right. And their sister dot. <laughs> Universal's not coming. They could have had Hobbs and Shaw. They could have had Fast and the Furious 9. Uh, they've got plenty of other stuff on their slate as well. Yeah. Lionsgate's well, not coming. Fast and Furious Nine yeah. just started shooting for like a week. Yeah. That's okay. I Marvel's know, done with right. seven I days. Know, of you're film. right. Yeah, you're right. On. They showed us that Wonder Woman footage yep. last time. Yep. So. Yeah, you're right. Good and point. Good for point. Nothing, for yeah. no time. What would for Lionsgate real? have to show? Uh, that's a good question. Lionsgate. I don't know. That's one let that I would have to. That I would have to like look into because Lionsgate. It would either be something horror related. Or maybe something that's a little like, bit more like off the charts because I don't know if they have a comic book property in development. Well, I right feel now. like they have something that just hit big for them. Uh, Power that, Rangers. That, no, I don't think it's that. Let me see here. They got Rambo Five. Oh, Last Blood. They could have definitely brought a panel for if they, they wanted. They got to. No Manches Frida. Uh, <laughs> that that, that's their Latino release. Apparently, okay. I don't know. <laughs> okay. that movie was, okay. It's two. Oh, it's a sequel. No Manches Frida too. <laughs> uh, Lifelike and Escape, Escape Plan. Escape Plan. Those Escape are like plan. direct to Blu-ray. I think sequels. So, you know, Lionsgate, I don't think, had too much to offer. I think Warner Brothers Universal and Sony had big things to offer for whatever reason. They're deciding to skip out on the con. So the stuff that we know that's for sure going to be coming, Disney Marvel is doing a panel. Marvel Studios, at least. We don't know if Disney itself is going to be doing any sort of panels for any of their upcoming live action stuff or for their animated upcoming stuff or the Pixar stuff. Star Wars is not doing a panel there. Paramount, all we know for right now, they're going to be doing Top Gun Maverick. Okay. And New Line Cinema will be there with their Scare Diego, which usually happens on preview night where they'll do stuff for, I don't know, this year they might, they'll, they'll do stuff for it. And I'm not sure what other mm. horror releases they'll, they'll kind okay. of focus on. Oh, okay. Lionsgate has scary stories to tell in the dark. Okay. Which not looks anything, promising. But yeah. Dang. Okay. So I, I think the, okay, thing, I the thing I was thinking of, I think, was John Wick. Because John yeah, Wick 3 sure. just came out. But they announced 4. Out, yeah. yeah, but and no it, movement on that. Right, yet. right, right. Yeah. But it's still like that's been their big recent hit. <laughs> and Keanu's a big hit. Right, because I think He's traditionally. He's internet's boyfriend right now. Right. I just looked it up. Lionsgate, highest grossing thing ever is still like the Hunger Games movies. Sure. Okay. And, then af- and then after that would be the Twilight and saga. And they're doing a and- prequel to the Hunger Games, but Are it they? was just like announced. There's no mm-hmm. movement on it yet. Okay. 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 I don't know. Okay, it's kind of a, it, like for for me, and I think for us because we were such veterans of that that convention. Yeah, yeah. Hall H has always obviously been the biggest thing, and right. now only having 
you know, Disney, Marvel, and Paramount coming, I don't really know what the hell they're going to fill the rest of Hall H programming it's, with. It's strange, All of yeah. the DC TV stuff is happening in Barroom 20. Yep, always the, happens there. Exactly. Um, it's happened, I think, in Hall H once or twice, but majority of the time, it's always in Barroom 20, as mm-hmm. most TV stuff is. And the only other stuff that has been announced, as far as I know, is... Christopher Marcus and Stephen McFeely are doing panels on Friday morning. Okay. Together. They're doing a panel together. Mm-hmm. A Q&A mm-hmm. slash what are you working on next sort of panel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then right after them, the Rousseau brothers are going up and they're doing basically the same thing. Mm-hmm. That's talking about Marvel's crowd. Yeah. Talking about Marvel's yeah. uh, Avengers Endgame and Infinity yeah. War and all the Captain America They'll movies that probably, they worked on. Probably talk about the Rousseau brothers. Talk about the Magic the Gathering yes. animated right, right, right. show that they're doing. They're expected to stuff. talk about a lot of stuff that's coming out of their production company. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think it's called Agbo. Agbo Studios. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, mm. they're producing a whole bunch of content. They've got a movie coming out with Chadwick Boseman. So mm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Those, to me, sound more like Q&A things. Yes. Yeah. Where people will have an opportunity I, to ask questions right. while also being moderated by people who are going to ask questions. I don't think right. we're going to see really any like, movie announcements. footage or movie announcements. No, today. years ago, I think one of my favorite panels that I ever saw was like an hour-long convo between J.J. Abrams and Joss Whedon. Mm. And this was in like 2010. Yeah. And he had Joss Whedon had just been announced as like the director of the Avengers. Oh, right. And, mm-hmm. it, and he was complimenting J.J. Abrams because he goes, it may have been 09, because he goes, Star Trek. he goes, Star Trek's the gold standard for like an ensemble cast action. Mm-hmm. And J.J. Mm-hmm. was like, no, 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 no. Like, yeah. you're fine, you're fine. And um, yeah, I really like Star Trek and Avengers. So yeah. good job on both of those <laughs> that movies. Panel. That but that was, was like a, a cool panel. But right, it was yeah. really just like a conversation. That's probably yeah, what that's right. going to be. Yeah. Okay, so and you also have Blumhouse's Fantasy Island. Did you mention that? <clears throat> that yeah. What so is that, that about? So I, I don't know. I'm not is sure. It a what fantasy, that fantasy Island it's like the, the old remake, TV show? Yes, maybe. It's a remake. But it's Blumhouse. I think so it's going to yeah. be like horror. Let me let Could me see. Could be. So I mean, and that's also you better get a Latino to to carry on that legacy of Ricardo Montalban. That's right. So, you know, that's the Sony slate of stuff that could have been, but wow. it's not coming. So, I mean, I think I always look forward to Hall, forward to Hall H because I think yeah. usually there's a lot of fun stuff. Maybe it's possible that some movie that is celebrating an anniversary could show up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know Game yeah. of Thrones is having a panel. Yep. There's One there's, last panel. Yeah, there's, there's talks of maybe Marvel Studios bringing back the legacy characters to do some sort of final panel. Wait, 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 but wait. But I don't wait. know. Guess who's playing the main Fantasy Island guy? Who? Yes. Is it, is it, give, name, give, okay, uh, we'll do twenty uh, questions. Uh, is it a man, <laughs> Hector? You, you don't do have yes to no. guess a lot. It's, uh, this guy uh, is it Oscar Isaac? Uh, uh, Michael Pena. Is Michael it's Pena? Michael Pena. Yes. Yes. That's get cool. It. That's get cool. It. Get it. Dude, that, that's all you need. That's what I was. Saying. I was like Michael Pena. Pena. Michael Pena. What's his name? Yep. What's his name? What's his name? I don't know that's how awesome. I forget Michael Pena's name. Yep. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, good guess. I derailed the conversation, but that it's was worth good. derailing the conversation. I would have got it in twenty questions. <laughs> you you would have got, <laughs> got it in two. three. Come on, you would have got in two. Is My it ne- a man? Yes, Michael Pena. Yes. <laughs> so so with with all these studios not coming to San Diego Comic Con, are you guys even? I mean, aside from California burritos, because that's mm-hmm. like the staple mm-hmm. of Comic Con. That's mm-hmm. the only. Like, what do you me. what are you guys looking forward to in terms of movies? Um, if anything, I'll be honest. Uh, I have been very very busy in my life. Yeah. Recently, the adult stuff. I, where I have not even let, I haven't, because I like to do the thing where like a couple weeks out or whenever they actually release the full schedule, then yeah. I go in and I'm like, let me right. scope it. What's right. Thursday? What's Friday? What? And then I start lifting things like, oh, I want to go see this panel. I want to go see that. I yeah. want to go see this yeah. thing. And I will always gravitate towards 
like animated movies and animated shows right, right, right. or like, cause those are always fun panels yeah. or, you know, superhero animation stuff or, right. or big movies, obviously. So I don't even know. And, and the news that like those big movie studios are not showing up. Right. I feel like it's part of a conversation. I want to put a pin in it and come back to it of the whole thing of like, does Hollywood, we've had this conversation before. Mm-hmm. Do they feel like, is it even worth it for us to show up? What do we get in return right. to impress a bunch of fans and a bunch of, right. you know, journalists and stuff down in San Diego versus we could right. release this stuff on our own, yep. you know, versus saving the money and the mm-hmm. time and the energy to go down there. I mean, just, I, think, I think that is the conversation. That's the conversation. Yeah. But in terms of what I'm looking forward sure. to, the only thing I've been scoping is some of the exclusives and I already ran those mm-hmm. by you. So yeah. I'm going to be trying to hunt those down. Of course. But other than that, I'm still open to it. I'm still... <laughs> I still think that Comic-Con is a really, really important pop culture event. It's my Christmas. It's my, Mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. uh, uh, Halloween. It's my everything wrapped in one. And for me, the big, the, the, almost the proof of that is like, well, Marvel is probably going to show up. Marvel Studios is probably, and we've been talking about that. And I feel like they're going to show up with a big show Yeah, and they always know how to put on a good show and they always know how to close it out. And and, and I feel like right now, especially is going to be a really great time for them to announce stuff. And I think they're going to announce stuff, but that's just me. Augustine, what are you looking forward so, to? Do you think it's still viable? It's it, it's absolutely viable. The the good thing to come out of these giant studios kind of coming out of it is, one, for the super diehard fans who we always hear about, they're like, it's Comic-Con. Let's yeah. get it focused back on the comic books, which is great because I feel like the focus is definitely off of comic books. If you if you go on the floor, the, the, the giant floor, yeah. the left side as you're looking at the con artist is yeah. – no, well, it's Artist Alley at the very end mm. and nobody – everybody goes there because they're trying to loop back around to like the Marvel <laughs> section, yeah. you know? Yeah. Nobody pays attention to the artist. And then on the right side is where all the comic books and comic book sellers are and the other artists who are there with their own boots. And that's like where you go to take a break from the giant crowd that's amassing around like that center area. Mm-hmm. So maybe this is going to disperse that crowd out into the comic book area, out mm-hmm. to see the artists. Like it's going, it's going to kind of refocus things a little bit, I, I think. Mm-hmm. And I know from experience, the second thing is that I, one of the funnest cons that I ever had was maybe like a year or two before we started doing the YouTube thing. Mm-hmm. I planned out every single one of my panels that it, none of it was in Hall H. Oh, it's the best. It was great. The best. And so I woke up. The, the Adventure Time panel was at 11 a.m. I woke up at 5 a.m. because I knew I had to get in that Comic-Con line because I knew I had to get in the Adventure Time line yeah. because that was going to be gigantic. Yep. Yeah. And so like just hanging out and seeing the smaller, the smaller uh, panels and things like yeah. that that I really wanted to see. I had an amazing time. And when it was just a, a full on stacked good day of seeing a bunch of stuff that I can geek out with and a lot mm-hmm. of people that I love that that love the same thing that I love. Mm-hmm. So I I'm hoping that this will show a little bit more love and appreciation to the people who maybe don't get noticed as much because sure. the entire like 90% 90% is over exaggeration but it feels like 90% of the people that go there are there for that Hall H line. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think you're over exaggerating. <laughs> I mean I, I could Look be, once we once right, we got but, past like 2005 2006 people were going to Comic-Con for Hall H. Yeah. That's exactly. really what they were there for. Exactly. Yeah. And I feel like in the last 2 years primarily last year really is when we sort of started seeing a shift where because Marvel wasn't there, Hall H was still obviously very, very busy for all the other yeah, stuff. Yeah. But Comic-Con overall felt less busy, felt it less did. crowded. Mm-hmm. It did feel and less busy. Yeah. I think this year, even though Marvel is going to show up and they're going to be there, and you know, we talk about every year who won Comic-Con, who won Comic-Con, who won Comic-Con, 
you know, I don't really think it matters for me personally. Right. For me, I'm yeah. just there for a fun presentation. Sure. But I think Marvel has all like they they have the full advantage of yeah. winning Comic Con this year, right. yeah. and they're going to bring a show. It's going to be a lot of fun. They're going to yeah. announce what they're going to announce, whether it's mm-hmm. the official announcement of Black Widow, the Eternal, Shang Chi, Doctor Strange Two, mm-hmm. Black Panther Two, whatever it's yeah. going to be. People are going to be excited for that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They are. I, they're also in a unique position. Yeah. And, I, and I like how you met, how you brought up the whole thing of like who who wins the show. Sure. And that is an unfortunate part of like the coverage of this show yeah. but the same thing just happened at E3 yeah I didn't go to E3 mm-hmm. I'm not as much of a gamer as people that are right. there and they're mm-hmm. covering it and everything that I saw in every report I also kind of agreed where a lot of people were saying Nintendo won the show just because mm-hmm. I'm kind of following some of the Nintendo announcements and I'm like oh see that's how you do it I'm mm-hmm. like that's mm-hmm. awesome and I'm also seeing how other things are being presented and how people are talking about it online yeah. and covering it and they're like well they showed us this but then this yeah. and it's like that's interesting so I think you I think it's it, I think it's possible to to win but I also think that it it, it just kind of de- it, it it it's it's unfortunate that certain like companies or brands or whatever will have this kind of advantage because mm-hmm. I was just thinking man I remember Comic-Con years where like I either saw or heard of Robert Downey Jr. walking around being escorted exactly. and that mass exactly. of people that yeah. as he's going from like Hall H to right, a car right, or something right. and he's just like, what's up, what's up, everybody? Yeah. Yeah. And that whole, that energy that you feel, it's like, it's it cackles it's, yeah. with electricity yep. in the room and I'm like, it's unfair because whatever happens in, in Hall H on Saturday leading up to, right. whatever it is, will be fine. It will be cool. It mm-hmm. will be very, very interesting and, and they can put on a heck of a show. I mean, yeah. we had an amazing panel for Bumblebee. Remember right. that panel? That was yeah. great. Yeah. But like... Sony put a good panel But it still too. felt like people weren't feeling it and yeah. I'm, and we were over here like, you've got the touch. Like yeah. we were into it <laughs> we were and cheering. everyone else was like, the okay. The Halloween panel like, was yeah. great. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. And, then, was and then we saw like the Fantastic Beast panel yeah. and all the Harry Potter heads were freaking right. out but right. we were like, uh, like yeah. we were like, exactly. whatever. But it, it's, it's an unfortunate like advantage but Marvel could honestly just bring out Robert Downey Jr. and, and it's it. just they can like, bring out a pile of shit. It's like people cheer. no, but specifically, you bring out RDJ. <laughs> yeah. It's this thing of like standing ovation, love you three thousand yeah, yeah, brings yeah. the house down. Oh, you know, 100%. and it's Goodbye. like how yeah. Yeah. unfair that people can that companies can show up with with creatives, with footage, with this awesome presentation that they've been going over for the past couple of weeks. They've narrowed it down. This is what we're going to show. This is what's going to happen, and it all goes off without a hitch. And people will still be like, okay, cool. Looks and all right. then all Robert Downey Jr. has to do is come out and do that and people yeah. are how are you and it's like eh, they're crying that's yeah. that's a bummer but 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 back to what you were saying adam yeah. what were you talking about i forgot <laughs> it's, so I, don't, I don't think it's about being fair <laughs> i think it's knowing when to pick your time and place though yeah. like, this is a good time that's what adam was saying was right. it marvel right now right. Like, yeah, really, exactly what a good time it's, it's, it's a really in. good time and place like i don't know if they knew about these people not coming you know, because maybe uh, no. they talk, maybe they don't. Yeah, I'm, not I'm sure. sure. I think some they executives have discussions, but yeah. but they would have shown up either way. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. I think yeah. they would have shown up either way as well. It's just, I I feel I don't know. It's a it's a weird feeling because last year we were wondering why they didn't show up. Yep. We never really got a concrete answer. Yep. They just didn't show up. It was I think it was mostly to just protect the secrecy of Endgame. I get Very that. Possible. That's what I, I would that. imagine. But they least. didn't but, even have to 
come close to touching it. They just they no. could just say, "Hey but guys," I think, but I think the expectation from fans, sure. if it wasn't if it wasn't going to be discussing stuff past Endgame, yes, yes, like, yes. Then why'd you show up? Yeah, I right. Which is and, unfortunate. So I, I remember it. having that conversation, yeah. and I remember feeling like, as far as a brand having an excuse not to show up, that yeah. was pretty good because yeah, they yeah. were building up to this. Well, we can't show you stuff. Right. What are we going? We're going to do another retrospective. We're going right, to right. spend a bunch of money and and pay a bunch of very high profile <clears> celebrities to come down here and be like, can't tell you anything about the movie I'm in. Or am I in it? Here's my cool costume. You know, and it's like, and I get that, but I I, I do agree. I think that right now with everything that's happened and even them very smartly being like, well, Spider-Man's going to come out and then Comic-Con happens. Right. So they can really show up and just just do whatever they want. But like specifically, did we talk about this? Did we talk about that this might be happening? Like, did you mention this? No, we have not mentioned it. Go for it. The Eternals <laughs> is well. Here's what I love about it. Who's Richard Madden is going to play Icarus? Who is Richard Madden? Richard Madden has been on. Uh, he was on some I'll show or movie recently. Excuse that's me, been, I'm, I'm, that's been very very popular. But ex- I have not ex- watched it. So excuse me if I'm burping because of my game fuel. I apologize. You're, you're about to game so Dude, hardcore right now. You're about to have a hard. You're attack. about to. Your hands are about to turn into controllers. <laughs> and you're Adam, just type game in Richard Madden ass. now. Oh Google. Richard Madden, actor. Who was he in guy? Game of Thrones? Oh, he was in Game of Thrones. He was also in, um, I saw him in uh, Rocket okay. Man. Okay. He was good in Rocket Man. Mm. But I think he is, correct me if I'm wrong, and you, you probably will. I think he's a heterosexual straight actor, right? I in, don't in, know. in in real life, and he played no a, he played a, a a gay character in Rocket Man. He played a, a one of like the mu- music agents or something. Uh-huh. And I remember at the um, at the uh, 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 type in the show Pose. What's the name of the actor in Pose? Uh, Pose cast. It's Billy something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cast. What are you putting backslashes? What are you doing? I can see it. Accuracy. Billy Porter was a part of this amazing- You should have um, not drank that Mountain Dew, my yeah. friend. Hector, the, the, you are this, on it This right actor now. roundtable, and he was saying the frustration of, of Hollywood is that like, if you're a straight actor and you play a gay character, that Hollywood will will shower you with, with yeah, awards yeah. like, oh, thank you for your straight presence. Yeah, and yeah, he, and yeah. the camera was looking at the, the Game of Thrones guy, mm-hmm. uh, uh, was looking right at Richard, Richard Madden, Madden. And, he, and Billy Porter was like kind of like, yeah. almost like directing it towards him, but, uh-huh. not, but it almost felt like each one of these actors have kind of had that, you know- that it's, it's yeah. almost like a Tropic Thunder joke at this point to have a, to have you know it's like ooh you want to yeah. get a you want to get nominated for an Oscar you, you, gotta, Oscar? you gotta play a gay character yeah. to you know yeah. ooh to show everybody you can really act. but he's a good actor what like, in the stuff I've I'm seen I'm looking him. at this article right now and what's intriguing to me is uh, Kumil Nanjiani is apparently oh, yes, in the yes, running yes, to yes, do yes, this yes, yes. Mm-hmm. oh my mm-hmm. god that's exciting that's incredible Angelina Jolie powerhouse actor director she's amazing and she would be perfect for Cersei we've talked about that before but then they also announced maybe Salma Hayek. And it's like that would be awesome. I don't care who she plays. Awesome. Yeah. Yes, please. I yeah. love Salma Hayek. Me she's, too. She's fantastic, she's and she's not in enough stuff. No, and that would be yeah. another great get. We need that energy. And unfortunately, they have not said they don't know even like who she could be playing. Sure, but um, sure, and I'm sure that it'll all be fine. And they yeah. also also have not confirmed that Marvel Studios is going to show up. But I remember yeah. Kevin Feige was being interviewed, and he said something very coyly where he was like, "Well, if we did show up, we'd sure have a lot to talk about." Yeah. So it's like they're going to show they're up. Coming. They're going to show up, and Come they on. do have a lot to talk. Come on. Come on. There's, I, I 
can't imagine yeah. that next week Marvel Studios puts out a tweet or a press release that says, right. oh, hey, guys, we're, we're skipping Comic-Con. Right. No. And what? especially since none of us have seen Spider-Man yet, yeah. Yeah. there's answers apparently there yeah. that are going to be talking about what's going to be happening next. So we mm-hmm. don't have that information mm-hmm. yet. Apparently, the tradition of telling people to stay through the end credits is still happening. <laughs> and all I can say to that is, where have you been for 22 movies? Yeah, 10 I, years. Did they hey. invent that post-credit? No. Screen? Who invented that? Well, well I mean, there's, there's been post-credit scenes, but you know, they're the, the ones who have like really consistently well, as yeah, a franchise exactly. hit it. They kind of popularized. Yeah. Adam, look it up right now. Jesus First ever post-credit Christ. scene. <laughs> Cynthia asked me this question the other day. She's like, "Did Marvel invent that?" I was like, no. "You know what? I'm not sure." They 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 brought it into the modern era, but I know that Kevin Feige always cites um, uh, uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off oh, at the end of that movie. Here? Where, it's over. where Matthew Broderick comes oh, out brushing gotcha. his teeth, and that's what Deadpool spoofed. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. so that was one that he that Feige always cites as okay. being like one of the earliest appearances in modern mainstream film was in the Muppet movie. Interesting, where they are framing device where they're watching the movie in a theater during the credits. The Muppets get up from their seats, talk to each other, and joke around, thus incentivizing the real audience to stick around and see what happens next. In the final moment after the credits, Animal yells at the audience, "Go home, go home." <sighs> bye bye, and then he passes out. That's great. <laughs> I mean, there's no I'll, more appropriate movie for that to happen. I'll yeah, credit the Muppet the Muppets, movie as yeah. being the one that created it. You I don't want to. I don't want to look, yeah. look further and be yeah. like, well, the 1938, well, uh, uh, 1902, the <laughs> first movie yeah. ever. I don't care. Yeah, yeah I'll give it to okay. Animal and the Muppet movie. I also, I know traditionally Marvel Studios comes to Comic Con Saturday night, Hall H, mm-hmm. usually six mm-hmm. to eight p.m. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm wondering if because of a lot of these studios not coming if they will shift and move into an earlier time slot. I hope they, because usually Warner Brothers nice. comes early. Yeah, usually Warner right? Brothers is the first Take panel on Saturday morning yeah. at 10.15 mm-hmm. to, I think, noon or 1. I would really think it'd be great if they ended up coming earlier in the day. No. Because it would mean that I would get to go to some yep. of the DC TV panels or DC right. Universe panels. Adam, realistically, do you think that they would that they would do that? What I would be so. the benefit of but it? Because what's the again, lead-in? What's the lead-in? Yeah. You mean like in Hall H up yeah, to that point? Like it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. They don't need an opening act. No, They're the of course closing they act. They're the closing act is what I'm saying. I so guess. I feel like why would they move to a Saturday noon panel just so that there could be other stuff in Hall H after them? They want to be the ones to close it out. Because it's always them and then Kevin Smith talking yeah. for three hours. Like that's because so, they want the bloggers and everybody to be talking yeah, about what they saw Saturday night because there's no real big news coming and out of build yeah. up that hype. Sunday. Oh, yeah. look at that cutie. Are you guys matching? I'm talking about Lucas. You guys are totally matching. Not the dog. Lucas yeah. is Lucas. matching with his dog. Seriously, right. he looks just like they look the same. He looks just like they even him. got haircuts. The gray. Look at, them. Look at yeah. Lucas's pants are yeah. like the color of his dog's fur. Like, wow. <laughs> He's been drinking Mountain Dew energy look at drinks. That. Look at that. <laughs> I, I have been. Adorable. <laughs> oh, Bro, yeah. This is good, dude. <laughs> <laughs> We're screwed. This is going to be a two-hour show just because <laughs> yeah. of Hector. I'm going to have another one later tonight. I'm going to move my whole house. <laughs> and he doesn't mean boxes. He's he gonna, means a literal yeah, whole house. move literally a whole house. And then Jesus. build out a garage. Mm-hmm. That's right. Um, and here comes Naeem. What's up, Naeem? What's up, What's Daniel? Up We're recording, though. <laughs> You're in the show. Yeah, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> just a full derail. It's because we love um, you, Naeem. <laughs> I don't think that, yeah. they, that they will move, and I think that there will be con- conflicting time yeah. schedules, which yeah. will be... Which, which is what I'm expecting. DC TV stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which I'm kind of yeah. bummed about. Like, look, I, I don't heavily follow the DC CW TV stuff. Sure. So, like, to miss that, I'm not... If, if if there is any DC TV panel that I would like to be there for, it's Arrow because it's the final mm-hmm. appearance of that entire cast. Mm-hmm. 
But the one that I really would like to go to is the DC Universe panel, mm. which is not going to be a ballroom 20. It's an indigo ballroom at the at the Hilton Bayfront. And that's Saturday night? And that's at Saturday night. I think it starts at 7 and it goes till 9. Okay. Cool. And because I love Swamp Thing so much and yeah. because I've really liked Doom Patrol and I like Titans, I would like to see more from Harley Quinn mm-hmm. and Stargirl and whatever other stuff that they're planning. If it's going to be more of Young Justice uh, outsiders mm-hmm. and maybe mm-hmm. a few other things like I would like to see all that stuff. I, I would love with Marvel. I'm going to choose Marvel. Man. I would love for them to announce Young Justice season four because mm-hmm. that hasn't happened yet. And I would love for and I haven't gotten any news or any word. And I've been asking Wait, I my people. Isn't it coming out in July? Young Justice season three part two oh, is coming out in July. Like okay. the second half. Yeah, of this, yeah, yeah, yeah. They've only released 13 episodes. Right. So episodes 14 through whatever right. are going to be coming yeah, out. So yeah, that's yeah. the complete third cool. season. But yeah. I would love that. I would love for if they've been saved, if they've been holding on to announcements for Comic-Con. Awesome. I would love for them to announce Doom Patrol season two. Yeah, that would be great. And I would love for mm-hmm. them to come out with some news definitively one way or the other with About like, Swamp what's thing? up with Swamp Thing? Yeah. yeah. And for somebody officially from DC to go. This was the reason for the cancellation, and we are trying to find a way to keep it going. And yeah. what it might yeah. happen is maybe we're going to give you guys another show where there'll be an opportunity for the characters from Swamp Thing to, to pop make up. Do you know whatever. what I mean? Something, something. Yeah. something. The, look, this is a complete rumor, so this could be totally untrue, but apparently James Wan might be developing a Swamp that. Thing movie, but with a different cast, which kind of bums me out. Well, because I really yeah. like the cast, yeah, and I hope that the tenth episode, the finale, doesn't like kind of close it out. Like I, I hope it's yeah. open ended enough like that somebody injury. else can come yeah. in, yeah. whether it's listen, Warner Media or whoever, to pick it. Listen, back up. I don't think it's the same world, but um, Titans and Doom Patrol, their ends of their seasons left it open ended. Sure. I know because Titans is getting a season two, but right, even right. Doom Patrol, which hasn't been announced yet, left it to where those characters could show yeah. up. They didn't like kill everybody off right. or whatever. Which I don't think Swamp Thing will do. Either. No, but it's like, and I agree. I saw that news too, and people were going, "Well, this seems like it's a weird lesson for Warner Brothers, yeah. the movie studio, to take." From the backlash where people are going, save Swamp Thing. Mm-hmm. Seems like a weird lesson for them to be like, oh, it seems like people like Swamp Thing. Maybe we'll do Let's a movie. It's it. like, yeah. no, yeah. it's like everybody's like, no, 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 just keep, just keep, keep it in the show. Keep doing the show. But that's yeah. the thing, though. They know they got a good audience with Flash and Arrow and Supergirl yeah. and all that stuff. Like, yeah. it's there, but maybe having the online service kind of change their mind a little bit. I don't know. I don't like, know. About are they looking at it different about maybe. The, the, the viability of this show mm-hmm. and where like it can port over because sure. that's what we were kind of hoping with like the Avengers stuff on Netflix. Yeah. Yep. You yep. Know? We were kind of hoping for that. I just hope they don't take it that literally. I, t- right. I tell you what, it would be dope if they took the actual cast of the show, uh-huh. everything from the show and uh-huh. we're like, you know what? We're coming back. We're doing a two hour movie. Uh-huh. James Wan's directing it. On DC uh-huh. Universe. Or on DC Universe. Right. Theatrical. Yeah. Okay. And it's like, yeah. I bet you that two hour movie would cost less than other movies. Yeah. You know, other Warner Brothers projects. And yeah. it's like, yeah. do that, pay everybody to come back, do a two-hour special or a movie right. to either close it out or set it up to maybe keep going. And that could be the first successful mm-hmm. television to movie jump. Yeah, that mean, could be, be dope. I mean, I, that I think might not could, be a bad idea. I think idea. if you can do a two-hour, like if the whole season cost $80 million, yeah. you could take that $80 million or even less, like Deadpool money. $40 million yeah. and make yeah. it two hours. Even if you yeah. did 50 to 60, yeah. do a two-hour film and invest it into those two hours. Right. Awesome. Put it out right. there theatrically. And you could make that money back. Right. You would hope so, at least, that right? Could be dope. Like, that yeah. could be dope. Yeah. I don't know. Dope. I think it's... A, I would... I think... And look, Movies are dying, you guys. It's just um, a rumor. <laughs> it's just a rumor. <laughs> That's so a reality. it could literally yeah. not be true. I know. But I, I personally think that it would 
be better off for them to do that. Invest then, into a then film, a new cast, yeah, nice. like some low budget indie horror yes. style film. What if that's the future, directed by James like, Wan, or bring back Len it, Weissman. It, it like I be. thought he did a great job with the two episodes or three episodes yeah. that he directed yeah, I so agree. far. Um, what were you saying, Augustine? That could be the future. Say, that could be just I just talking about it now, like. Mm-hmm. That could be the future for all our big favorite franchises, mm-hmm. like not even huge theatrical releases, mm-hmm. but just giant budgeted long versions of TV shows, mm-hmm. you know? Which is, yeah. I, think, I don't know. I, 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 I think know. there's potential for that. I think it also really depends on like, what are they going to end up doing with all these like CW things? Are they just going to continue right, exactly. being just 23 out hours? Shows? Th- those yeah. seems, and those seem tough. to be successful. Yeah. It's, it's tough because I want to watch them. And I, I feel like, yeah. just hard I feel to like it's kind of like so my, long. exactly. I, I, I can't follow them week by week. Mm-hmm. And then when they're all on one thing, it's 23 hours of something yeah. that I have to watch. That's exactly. an entire day. Like with Swamp mm-hmm. Thing, it's so easy every Friday or yeah. whatever over the weekend. Whenever like you want. One yeah. hour, just like pop through it. I'm on episode four. I'm completely caught up, yeah, and yeah. I love it so yeah, much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same thing. It was the same thing with Titans. Mm-hmm. Yep. Even though, like, once I got to episode eight, it took me a few weeks to catch up. But Doom Patrol, the same thing. It was like I got through five episodes, and then it took me a couple weeks to catch up. But like, right. I've watched it all. Yeah, exactly. And I like and it's all very, of those shows. It's very digestible for me. Yeah, yeah, with all the other CW ones, I'm right. way behind. You know what would be so cool? Behind. You know what would be cool, but I don't think it'll ever happen unless maybe stuff got ported over to the CW shows got ported over to DC Universe at some point, yeah. or maybe a future Warner Brothers streaming service, whatever. Sure. But like, I know a bunch of them are on Netflix right now. It would be cool to watch it in order of release, so that like, because you know, The Flash first shows up in Arrow season two, right? And then The Flash gets his own show starting with Arrow season, season three, yeah. and they're airing concurrently during the same week. So like. Yeah, you could binge all of Arrow in one sitting, mm-hmm. but then if like you go back to The Flash, you're like years back. Yeah. Right? You know, right. so it'd be cool if there was a setting where you're like, I want to watch the DC TV from the beginning. Yeah. And you in click through order. that route and you're just like, okay, I got through Arrow it takes season you through one. The timeline Arrow of, season two, yeah, and all of a sudden yeah. you're bouncing between two shows and you're like, mm-hmm. oh, that's cool. And then you add Supergirl and right. Legends. You're like, oh, yeah. that's cool. I got all yeah. four. Especially, cool. when it comes, especially, yeah, because of the crossover stuff. Yeah, right, exactly. To, to do that in order yeah. so you don't get messed up. Yeah, right? otherwise you're like, yep. you feel like you're getting like one half or one third mm-hmm. or one fourth of a story. Yeah, exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. So yeah, I mean, there's a lot of possibilities. Yeah. I, I, I think hopefully they listen to the audience, the very vocal audience about this show being canceled. Mm-hmm. And they're just yeah. like, let's let's do something with it. Hi, Kaiju. Let's do something with it. <laughs> He's just totally all up on my foot. <laughs> Um, oh, I thought that was what you called your. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, hi, <laughs> <Kaiju>. <laughs> um, My big old monster. <laughs> yeah, no, I just just thinking about all this stuff just opens a, a, a lot of possibilities of what they could do, yeah. and whether they're going to do it or have even thought about doing this with their yeah. new CEO. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't, I don't know exactly because she, so she ran BBC, I think BBC America. Oh, cool. So I mean, she she's got so to have her shit together. Open for that. to television is what open, you're saying. Open to television, uh-huh. maybe not necessarily the movie side of things, uh-huh. but like she's she's got experience in running a super successful media company. Yeah. Is, is what yeah. I'm trying to say. And I think I think uh, Warner Brothers is a company that could really benefit from a new outsider coming in, absolutely, and yeah. bringing their expertise 100%. in and saying like, as a company, what can we do to sort of like get the ball rolling and, and mm-hmm. like refocus and, and make sure that we're sort of like in line with yeah. audience expectations, but also make sure we're also pushing boundaries forward. You know, it would be amazing you know, if what? she was a comic book fan. That'd it be would awesome. be so amazing if she loved comic books. But that will never, <laughs> that usually doesn't happen. Look, I want to keep going back to that because 
It's not a woman versus man thing. Kevin right. Feige was also not a comic book fan right, until right, right. he started working as a as like associate yeah, producer, yeah. PA, or, on yeah. comic book movies. Yeah. He was just very, very capable and good at reading comic books, understanding the sort of long histories, and picking yeah. and choosing what would work best for a movie. Yep. That's a tough. That's what the skill that Kevin Feige has. Yep. Yes, as soon as he started working at Marvel, Marvel, mm-hmm. um, he would get the stack of of each week's new comics, and mm-hmm. he would like read them. But I do think he has a, and I'm, I'm like, I bet you he's st- not doing that to this day. I don't no, think he's like no. caught up on current Marvel comics because he has his team to do that now. But the point is, is that he and his team are good at the translation of the thing. Exactly. I don't want somebody that's too close to the comics. Right. I don't want somebody coming in and being like, oh, we just we're gonna have to flashpoint this because yeah. it's like, no, that's yeah. not necessarily the answer right, either. Right, right. If you're trying to restart like a, a superhero franchise but I don't want somebody to come in and go I don't understand any of this stuff uh, it doesn't make any sense it's like right, you gotta right, have right. the balance yeah, of like exactly. what makes these characters work and made them endure for, for decades really just keep looking to animation look at Young Justice look at you know they Justice League Justice League Unlimited there. Yeah, the, the last twenty five anyway, years of ex- your animation. <laughs> no right, kidding. Ex- we've had this conversation eight thousand times. Beat the, we beat there. this conversation. You know to what death. she should do? Uh, she should be the CEO and then hire us three to run the uh, comic book movie division. I'll do it. I'll do it. As long as I get a go kart on Warner <laughs> lot. All three of us driving around in a go kart. We got a meeting. It's Let's a, go. It's a triple tandem go kart. Guys, get in. We're pitching <laughs> Hawkman. Let's go. It has three steering wheels, so then we can like split it apart into three parts. <laughs> I gotta comes, go to lot. I gotta go to. Comes I gotta, back <laughs> Let's go. Let's pitch this. Uh, Let's pitch a, this bitch. Today's the day, boys. Booster gold. Booster gold. Booster booster. That's the dream. That would be amazing. That would be the dream. That's yeah. a good dream. I thought about this. I was in the shower the other day. I was like, they just, they just need to either keep her or just not hire that, and then just pay each one of us a hundred thousand dollars a year. We're like, good. You're saving Damn, money on homie, her. You're to, lowballing. To, to, to hey, tell them for that responsibility. Like, for, okay, just for one year, guy. It's a contract, okay, and then okay. we'll get boosted. Then when we make three billion dollars in a year, concept, right. and Ooh. then you sack them, and that's then you right. get them. Like that's you want it. more? That's Give me three million a year. I would love get those options, baby. Exactly. I would love that very stressful job. I really would love it. It would be I'm so just stressful. If if we come in so hard, proofs in the pudding, just just work it out for one year. We could do it. Is that we Lucas could, or Lucas's totally new pup? That's I can't. That's tell. definitely Huck. That's definitely Huck. <laughs> it's Huck? Huck. It's me, Huck. Yeah, it's true though. It would be an amazing yeah. job. Yeah. Anyways, to be able to go to DC and just read stuff all the time and then go make movies about guys, it. Let's get our heads out of the clouds here. We're talking comic books, okay? We're talking comic books. <laughs> <sighs> uh, let's talk about Ghostbusters. Something that we don't really talk about that much, yeah. but. A very interesting casting announcement was made today. Paul Rudd yep. is going to be in the new Ghostbusters yep. movie. Cool. They didn't reveal who he was going to be playing, but the rumor is he'll be playing a teacher. Apparently, Carrie Coon is also going to be, is also in talks to be in the movie, along uh-huh. with Finn Wolfhard. Uh-huh. She might she may be playing a single mother. What Finn Wolfhard might play her son. Wait, who's um, Carrie Coon? Carrie Coon was Proximate Midnight in Avengers Infinity oh, War and cool. Endgame. She's also in Fargo. Um yeah, so oh, okay, cool. not okay. a lot of news as to how necessarily these characters or this story is going to tie into the original cast, uh-huh. but the original cast, to some extent, is expected to return, gotcha. including Sigourney Weaver. Jason Reitman's the directing. Best. His dad, Ivan Reitman, obviously directed the original. Mm-hmm. I saw Bill Murray um, in one of those pictures. Is he coming back at all? I think I so. I don't know. I don't mm-hmm. know if any of the... I'm not sure how much of the original cast has been confirmed mm-hmm. yet, but I would expect a lot of them to return. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, I'm, I like the Ghostbusters franchise i guess uh I, it's not something that i grew up with not something that's like so near and dear to me mm-hmm. I, I have a lot of friends who love the ghostbusters yeah. they're it's like very yeah. sacred to them mm-hmm. emily loves the ghostbusters she has yeah. very like close connections to that yeah. um 
I like the casting of Paul Rudd. I like the casting of Carrie Coon. I like the casting of Finn Wolfhard. Yeah. Uh, if Sigourney Weaver comes back or any of the original actors, it's great. That's cool. I don't necessarily know. I'm not going to be excited about this movie full throttle until I see a trailer. Honestly, it's kind yeah. of like where I'm coming from with <laughs> and, this. Yeah. And for me, until yeah. I see the movie. Yeah. Sure. Because I'm right. sure that they're going to come out with an awesome trailer. Yeah. I just feel like, you know what, Sony? You have proven to yourself that you can do like a multiverse thing. Right. I think it would be honestly pretty dope as if if they were planning to, down the line, do a thing where these Ghostbuster kids or whatever new generation of Ghostbusters and that whole cast, like a sequel to the original, are able to meet the Melissa McCarthy, the Kristen right, Wiig, right, right, yeah. Leslie Jones. Or talk about them like, oh, we're the predecessors of these women Something. or whatever. If it's, if it's a yeah. multiversal thing because that's in a different universe, that's right. fine. But for, that, for, some, for some excuse for that cast to come, Kate McKinnon's character was so yeah. good in that movie. Yeah. Like, that would be cool too. And for them not to sort yeah. of just put that to the curb because that felt like too recent. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's not, and it's not even like, Oh, Edward Norton's going to not be the Hulk anymore. We've got another right. actor. It's like, right. it was a whole cast of four super funny women yeah. Yeah. that, 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 um, it it's such a bummer that that movie didn't to the side. Yeah. That that movie didn't like, wasn't yeah. the best ghostbuster movie. Cause it's like, they just basically, they deserve better is yeah. what I'm saying. And it mm-hmm. would be cool if they got a, a shot, a chance yeah. to come I back. I mean, look, if Sony can, Humor the idea of a Men in Black Twenty One Jump Street crossover. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> then Why they not? then they can they can do a crossover yeah. of Ghostbusters. And I feel like even like IDW and I might be wrong. Zach, do you know that this has come out? I feel like it already has. IDW does Ghostbusters comics, right? I feel like they've done a Ghostbusters crossover between like the OG male Ghostbusters and the 2016 mm-hmm. female yeah. Ghostbusters. I feel like yeah. they've already done that. They, didn't they do a Batman Ghostbusters crossover too, or like a Ninja mm-hmm. Turtles? They did Ninja Turtles Batman, yeah. Ninja Turtles DC, Batman, but, but they've they did done Ghostbusters. Turtles Ghostbusters. Yeah, because they also because they yeah. also do Ninja Turtles. Right, exactly. They've done a Turtles yeah. Ghostbusters crossover. Yeah. It's there, guys, and yeah. the world didn't fall apart. Yeah, like. Things are still intact. Let's let's talk about this kind yeah. of stuff. I'm also curious, like how how what do you do differently with this new Ghostbusters movie mm-hmm. that right, right. isn't going to just feel like a rehash of the '80s Ghostbusters mm-hmm. movies, yeah. but also not just going to feel like you're just setting aside 2016 Ghostbusters, right? Like, right. What are you doing that's going to be unique, but I also don't. feel like it's Ghostbusters? I don't know. I don't. Know. I, I don't have a heavy investment in the franchise, so for right. me. I'm kind of just along for the ride and I'm waiting to just see what the yeah. movie is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, I think I'm in the same boat. I did watch Ghostbusters as a kid. Yeah. When, 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 as a kid, when I still would have found it scary, like sure. when I legit mm-hmm. would have been scared by that. When you didn't understand stuff. what a blowjob was. <laughs> With the, yeah, exactly. Like Whoa. I didn't know there was a ghost blowjob going on in this movie till <laughs> I was an adult. She's haunting yeah. the, down she's, there. Oh, why is, is she, she getting, getting? Is she getting sick? What's happening? <laughs> yeah, his eyes crossed. She's hurting so, him. <laughs> so that's the thing. I feel like very much so of what is being latched onto are the personalities of Bill Murray yeah. and and everybody else I in mean, that it was cast. An SNL. Skit come to life, wasn't yeah, it? Kind of. Con- no, I think that was more in, Conehead in terms of style. like in terms of like the people that they got. Yes. Yeah, I, it, they were very Dan Aykroyd, were, Bill Murray. Dan Aykroyd, yeah. Bill Murray. They were they were big names in SNL. Like mm-hmm. they had a huge following. At that's the why point. I thought the new Ghostbusters were going to be so like know. widely embraced because it was kind of you know the SNL a similar sort of situation. Three but SNL also, women. We have to think yeah. about the 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 time that it came out. It was yeah. in the eighties. This is when movie Product stars were still time. movie stars. Like yeah. when you could put a name and it would attract people and you put Bill Murray on anything back in the eighties, he ruled the eighties as far as yeah. movies go. Yeah. Dan Aykroyd as well. Like he was killing it at that point. And at this point, I feel like Paul Rudd is close to coming to that kind of level. Yeah. But it's not the same because we're not in the same moment in cinema as we were back sure. in the 80s. So I feel like 
kind of coming trying trying to recapture that is going to be really really tough because that element is not there anymore you know i feel like now it's less about what you're talking about it's more about like who are kind of like heartthrobby actors that are kind Mm -hmm. of universally loved not just by like certain people Mm -hmm. but like paul red is definitely one of them he's like hemsworth is one and he was in the last hemsworth uh keanu reeves yeah right now you know it's like it's that it's that like who are those types of actors that you can sort of find that you can put into ghostbusters and that's the thing though there's not a lot of those people left like there's the rock few yeah Uh, i think john cena is one of those people who's slowly climbing up there weirdest cast it would be strange right just because Mm -hmm. we are not looking at actors in that way anymore Mm -hmm. so part of that old movie and part of the movie i mean even back in the day like the movie big if you would have cast that with just like a normal actor or just like a, a smaller actor than Tom Hanks, wouldn't have been the same movie because yeah. it's fucking Tom Hanks, dude. Mm-hmm. It's America's dad. This guy's amazing. And so I feel like that kind of weight doesn't isn't being carried by today's actors. Mm-hmm. And Paul Rudd is close to being that because as soon as I saw him as Brian Fantana, mm-hmm. I was a giant fan <laughs> of Paul Rudd. And if you're looking for that weight with like, Actresses, I feel like the equivalent would have been basically like the cast of Ocean's Eight, yeah. where it's like Sandra yeah. Bullock and like oh, right, right, and right. Kate Blanchett and yep. these amazing women and right. Rihanna and all this right. stuff. Yeah. But like, but I liked how in 2016 they decided to go for there you go. The, there SNL, you go, <laughs> the, the SNL route. I love versus... how Malika's always trying to be quiet when she like moves around the house and takes stuff out and everyone else is like slamming doors and shit. I know. Yeah. yeah. Um, Only considerate person in this house. Sc- I mean, I, if there's like any... one of those piggy banks you put a little penny on and like a little yeah, meow, yeah like a little, little plastic come out. paw come out or like a Godzilla thing comes out. I think the if there's away. any proof of, of what you're saying, Hector, yeah. the, the Expendables movie that came out. Oh yeah. my God. Like, yeah, that movie had yeah. all the big names of back in the day. Mm-hmm. Did it go very far? The Not first really. one did, but the yep. second one right, people were like okay we've seen it that's what i'm yeah. saying yeah. though it's yeah. like we the audience hollywood and movies in general we're not looking at people like that anymore yeah. like yeah, yeah, yeah. Th- rocky balboa is always going to be rocky balboa and rambo is always going to be rambo sure. we're going to have that but nowadays we're so far past that that it's it's <clears throat> tough to capture a movie creed. like ghostbusters mm-hmm. exactly yeah. like mm-hmm. it's it's tough to capture that and nostalgia is running deep right now and that's what they're trying to tap into but at the same point you gotta be really really in touch with their audience and i feel like this is not that in touch yeah i mean going just being on twitter and seeing someone tweet out the listing of movies on the outside of a theater and it's like toy story oh yeah child's play men in black men in black aladdin Aladdin. yeah it's like what year are we in the 90s right now even the slate for paramount you know a lot of the stuff that they're doing it's it's remakes and reboots of stuff right. they've already done years yeah, ago. Like exactly. Top Gun is one of them. A yeah, thirty-something-year-old so movie. I yep. just, I yep. personally, yeah, I don't feel hot about this right now. But it's mm-hmm. Paul Rudd. I'll support him in anything that he yeah. does. At this and point, the rest so. of that cast looks great. Yeah, and I'm, I'm hoping that it's really cool. Maybe this could be the one that would make me love Ghostbusters. Yeah, because right, I'm yeah, also right. like, I like it. It's yeah, like fine. I don't dislike it. But I'm, I'm just not, like not. In I don't love like. With it. I don't like own any of the movies. Or no, like, no. Know. Like I'm yeah. not dying to watch yeah, yeah, yeah. any of those movies at yeah. any point right yeah. now. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah Not yeah, like yeah. Back to the but Future. Like where I'm. That's got to be. Cool. That's like a yearly watcher. Like Back mm-hmm. to the Future, The Sandlot. Yep. Uh, oh, dude, I just the, watched The, the Sandlot the other day. The Sandlot is the so, perfect so summer good. movie. The it's perfect a perfect summer, summer movie. The perfect 4th so of July movie. Yep. Yes. Just like yep. you only watch Should that Should we watch that of instead of Fast Five? No, 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 That'll be playing while we're all hanging out. Like chilling. Movie time. And then movie time. Okay, perfect. 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 Avengers Endgame, Blu-ray. Yeah, I'm sorry, Hector. 3D international only. I know. Hey, I'm still. I feel your pain too, brother. Listen, Captain Marvel just came out. I gotta wait until 
August to get Captain Marvel 3D, yeah. which is coming out in the UK. Yeah. And my UK brothers and sisters are going to help me. They, they like they're, they're the first ones to tell me. They're like, yeah. it's in, it's in August. Yeah. It's coming out in August. I was like, great, I'll get it then. Yeah. I can wait. I can wait as long as you ha- get it. Has 3D been announced? Or no, you're just assuming it'll be. Uh, I've seen it on forums and I've seen the packaging fine. and all great, that great, sort great, of great, stuff, great, so great. it'll fine. be there. I'm I'm fine. Uh, so Avengers is coming out obviously on, on Blu-ray. It's coming out digitally July 30th. That doesn't. I don't have any interest in that. Mm-hmm. 4K Blu-ray August 13th. 3D International. But the special features to me are interesting. So the the big sort of like loss for me mm-hmm. is there is no commentary. I, I was hoping that there was going to be like a nice extensive documentary about the making the of both. Infinity War oh. and Endgame. A nice, really like big old juicy 60 to 90 minute documentary that would also sort of touch on the Marvel Cinematic Universe as a whole. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So some of the things that we're getting, there's a Stanley tribute, which I thought was going to play during this new theatrical run. Apparently, I, it's, it's not. Uh, oh, I thought it it's was It's going to be an intro by the Rousseau brothers. Okay. It'll be an unfinished deleted scene and a sneak peek at Spider-Man Far From Home. Okay. okay. So but, I guess then, this, but then the Rousseau brothers said, and maybe some surprises in so addition it to sh- that. It could show yeah, up. It could show up. up. So it's possible. Some of this character stuff that they have, mm-hmm. I kind of feel like it's stuff that we've already seen on all of these individuals' previous mm-hmm. like Blu-rays. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this kind of stuff is the stuff that's like it's a five-minute thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and yeah, it's stuff yeah. that like you can find on YouTube. Man. It's going to take You're, me about thirty-five minutes to get yes. through all yeah. the special features. Like this, this special feature: setting the tone, casting Robert Downey Jr. Hear the tale of how Robert Downey Jr. was cast as Tony Stark in the original Iron Man and launching the MCU. I feel like that was a special feature in 2008 on the yeah, Blu-ray, yeah, I know. and I feel like it's been talked about so I know. much. I really we hope all that, know the story. I really already. hope that each one of these are really specific to Endgame. Yeah, they're really like it would be awesome if that and the A Man Out of Time creating mm-hmm. Captain America trace the evolution of Captain America with those who helped shape the look, feel, and character of this compelling hero are like 15 minutes a pop. Yeah. And they're just like, a thank you, Robert Downey Jr. Thank you, Chris mm-hmm, Evans. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. that would be awesome. And they have everything from the beginning to the end game. Right. Yeah. That'd be great. Honestly, be great. they will be six minutes a piece. Yeah. yeah that's, they will be four minutes a piece. That's like, what I'm very frustrated with as well, is that like, even even with the Spider-Man, uh, the um, Spider-Verse stuff. Yeah. Like, they were good bonus yeah, feature yeah, stuff, yeah. but I wish they were beefier. I wish there yeah. was a little bit more to sink you know, yourself You know into. what had some good ones? Because I was just reminded of this, because one of the animators on Twitter retweeted it, uh-huh. and he was like, throwback Thursday to when I was on the special features for Incredibles 2. Yeah. Now, there's about 30-some minutes of Incredibles yeah. 2 stuff on there, mm-hmm. but there's also this amazing commentary where Brad Bird opens it, and he goes, hey, guys, I'm going to hand this off to, oh, yeah. to like, the heads of my departments, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, the animation. Right. And, 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 and I was like, get their voices And right. I was like, this is great. Amazing. And right, the, right, the right. whole two-hour movie they're talking over and I'm like this is awesome this is thank yeah, you Brad Bird you for hear. taking the step back yeah. and letting somebody you know because he's just the only commentary for Incredibles 1 yeah. great but then you know so like yeah. that one that one had some good commentary and some good stuff the closest featurette that I, that seems like could possibly t- tap into that a little bit is called the Russo Brothers Journey to Endgame see how Anthony and Joe Russo met the challenge of helming two of the biggest yeah. films in cinematic history back to back. Yeah. But I think some of the times have been listed and I don't think these are very long. I think yeah, they're all so going to be like five to 10 minute things. That I'm like, sucks, where's dude? the 90 minute documentary about how they made <laughs> these know. movies? Right. Exactly. Where's like the Lord Here's, of the Rings style. I you know. know. Stuff. Here's like, what, I what I like. I it's because this stuff doesn't make any money for them I anymore. Know, Nobody cares. Here's what I like. I care. The other, the other two we didn't mention, I think are really good. Sure. Black Widow, whatever it takes. Mm-hmm. Again, it would be awesome if there was a, you know, a full like two minutes. Start, start. She's gonna get two minutes, know, and then dude. and then they're gonna force you to take your uh. DVD out and throw it out the window. <laughs> That's what's gonna happen. Put it in the cloud. Put it yeah. in the cloud. Damn the, it. The women of the MCU, MCU women, share what it was like to join forces for the first time in an epic battle scene and be a part of such a historic ensemble. That I want to see because that's the moment where 
Tessa Thompson and everybody right. cornered Kevin Feige and they're yeah. like, this should be a movie. Like, yeah. I want them to talk about that. I yeah. want that to, you know, and I feel like if they were to tie that into like, you know, clips and images from like Marvel history where it's like, here's the Lady Liberators or right. the A-Force right. to kind of tease like, we could make this movie. Right. That would be great. Even if it's six minutes, man. Like, get, like, See, but I, <laughs> come on. I, I feel depth. like it, I feel like it doesn't do it justice yeah. though, yeah. you know, because yeah. there's such a deep history to get into First of all, with the comics, and now ten years of cinematic yes. history, yeah. there's so much to talk about. But there, it's oh, we got a commentary. No, there's a commentary. Yeah, oh, well, yeah. that's cool. So there's an audio commentary, which is great, all which right. is going to be fantastic. Yeah. But part of me makes me think that something like we're looking for, Adam, is going to be in the Mega Infinity box Saga set. box set. I hope so. Which dude, you know? I, I hope they do. And there was an interview with Victoria Alonso, I think, like a month ago, and I think I think it was with Collider. Yeah. And he uh, uh, was it Collider Frosty was asking her about redoing the movies in 4k and she said we're working on we're working on we're working on and then he asked her about a box set and she was like i don't know if we're doing one i imagine we're going to though and i'm like please do one you're like this hasn't even crossed your mind it's like you guys did one for phase one and two why would you not do one for Mm -hmm. phase three Mm -hmm. first of all second of all why would you not do one that is 4k and 3d or blue like regular blu-ray and 3d like i don't it's it's the inconsistency that kills me but all that aside, physical media is dying. It sounds like it's going to be a cool Blu-ray with cool stuff on it. I'm looking forward to the commentary because <laughs> yeah. I think that will probably end up being the most insightful piece yeah. to yeah, the movie that we'll get yeah. because it'll be three hours of them just talking about it. But I, I, I'll let you guys know what I think when I see it in um, September. Yeah. yeah, but I yeah. do hope that at some point we get some sort of look into how they made mm-hmm. this whole universe. At this point, they could take. 10 years of behind the scenes documentary There's style so stuff much shit, and, and sure. cut a two hour documentary yeah. and put it on Netflix and put it on Blu-ray right. and I would buy right. that shit. Maybe right. they'll put it on Disney plus. That would be, yeah, dope. who knows? That would be so tight. I think part of what is also causing this is the, so I saw a really great thing by the Rousseau brothers and it's breaking down, uh, Iron Man, Captain America, and I think uh, a few other characters, and it's a 30-minute long thing, and they talk about each one of these characters' story arcs, right? Cool. cool. And it's the Rousseau brothers talking about it, and like, this is the juicy shit that I want to see. Yeah. They talk yeah. about Captain America and that elevator scene and why it's so important and oh, how it yeah. changes him. Yeah. So I'm like, maybe they are doing this on other outlets so mm-hmm. they don't even have to worry about it on the DVD, which fucking sucks, though, yeah. dude, mm-hmm. because... If I'm uh, out here buying this and putting my money towards brother, this, that's where I want to see it. Let me tell you, know? you, this began all the way back in 2013. Star Trek Into Darkness mm-hmm. was the first Blu-ray that I got that when they announced the Blu-ray uh, coming out with the special features, different retail outlets I got separate special oh, features. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you Shit. wanted the whole thing, you would literally, if have you wanted every behind-the-scenes thing, yeah. you'd have to go to Target and get theirs. Yep. You'd have to go to Walmart, yep. get theirs. You'd have to buy the movie on iTunes yep. to get their special feature. This has a digital special feature, yeah, and it has something to do with yeah. Peggy and Captain America. That'll disappear at some point. And because like, you know what's funny? Because the, the Target one, Target at some point had their like, like uh, Target, like the spot or whatever they yeah, called it, yeah. where it was like Target.com. You yeah. go on there, you punch in a code, and you could That's see right. they sort of held your you had digital. It for like a bunch of your Marvel that movies. website's gone now. Yeah. Like it doesn't exist. So if you wanted to go back and you're like, oh, I remember that th- I bought Star Trek Into Darkness at Target, yeah. and it had a special feature. It says you're on the back. Let me go to Target.com slash oh, page there. doesn't exist. Okay, great. Like, Damn. 
Yeah. Yep. I know. I know. I know. It's done. <laughs> Whatever. I mean, I'm looking forward and to You're part of the problem, Augustine. <laughs> Listen, guys. You were the I... one that said, I'm going to the cloud, baby. This is your fault. I'm not going to the cloud at all. You said. I am going to streaming services. Uh, that's why. <laughs> that's the cloud. But here's the thing, that's though. The I, here's the thing. I just canceled my Netflix <laughs> subscription what? because. I feel like I'm not getting what I'm paying into it. Like it's expensive really? now. Yeah. And what about I every, Stranger Things season three is about to come out. I'll pay sixteen dollars to have it for a month and then not have it again. Just use a new email wow. and get a yeah. free trial. Yeah, or get a free trial Whoa. or borrow it from somebody. Because yeah. every time I would log on to Netflix, I'm like, I don't want to watch any of this. Oh, and everything man. that I've watched, I feel like I've watched a thousand times already. Yeah. So I'm just like, you know what? I think it's I think wow. that is pushing me back towards physical media. Because really? it was so nice. So we were just at Florida Universal Studios, yeah. right? And we were we were doing all this stuff. And Cynthia and I were talking to one of her cohort mates uh, about Avatar because she has little girls. And mm. he's like, yeah, I want to introduce them to like cool animation stuff. And Avatar I was like, the Last Airbender. Avatar The Last Airbender. And Cynthia and I started talking about it. And on the plane ride home, she's like, I just want to sit in the living room, throw on Avatar, mm-hmm. and just relax and watch this mm. show and i'm like we got it baby i got it on 4k <laughs> blu-ray and so that's what we did like we, cool. and, and I, I forgot how nice it was to have that option no commercials you don't have to do anything else like mm-hmm. don't have to worry if your internet connection's up just throw it on and yeah. relax you know so yeah i i forgot about the simplicity and, and the niceness and they of say that. that hector's heart grew three <laughs> sizes that day yeah so that's for, kind for of, some stuff you definitely that's, yeah. that's kind yeah. of pushing me towards collecting the things that i really really love yeah. cool, man. i think what cool. i think what bogs me down is when there's seven different versions of the special features I that I have to go I to 12 know. different stores to get. so Or you got to ship shitty. it from 6,000 miles away exactly. because they don't sell it here. Right. So that's Eish. where it gets kind of tedious. And I'm just like, yeah. I guess what I'm trying to say is there's, there's no perfect way, really. Right. To, You're right. To have what, what, right. I, what I've gone into the habit of doing is if it's a 4K restoration, I buy it in 4K. Mm-hmm. If right. it's a 3D movie that I love, that I think the 3D is really good, mm-hmm. I buy it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If it's a movie that like, I, I enjoy, but I'm not like a diehard fan of. Mm-hmm. And if it's $5 on Amazon, mm-hmm. I'll get the Blu-ray. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, I'll find it and I'll stream it. Right. And if I really am like, oh, I actually really love this movie, then I'll find it. But like, I'm really mostly investing f- into physical media in, in, into things that like I'm passionate about. Yeah. Right, exactly. You know? and, and I the, feel like that's what like I kind said, of forgot. The Avatar example was perfect right, yeah. because right. it's like, if you love I, it, I, I, it. I do have a lot of stuff so that I can like lend it out to people. Yeah. Right? Like I brought you the Fast and Furious movies yep. tonight. Mm-hmm. They're not streaming anywhere. I don't think you could rent no, them. You they're could not do, streaming you know, anywhere. Yeah. But it's like, I got you, mm-hmm. you know, I hold on to stuff so that I could let people borrow it. Yeah. You know, even it, the Marvel movies like Iron Man yeah. 2 is streaming on Amazon Prime. Yeah. But like, I have no clue how many other Marvel movies Movies are streaming there versus Netflix, right? Versus you know, some they're other on thing. TV all the time because I have PlayStation View. Yeah, and so they're, they're on FX a lot. Yeah, and so they're all TNT. on FX, but they're all yeah. kind of out of order. Yeah, right. Yeah. And like I jump in halfway through, so I'm not really watching, and there's yep. stuff mm-hmm. happening. It's just that kind of ritual of like throwing on the disc, mm-hmm. hanging out. You know what's about to happen. You're like mem- just, mentally prepared. Yeah, exactly. Like when Zach yeah, exactly. and I watch a movie in here, we go and we get the disc, and yeah. it's like cool. Yeah. Lights are coming down. Right, right, sound right, system's right. going up. Uh-huh. We're doing a movie. Yep, like we're yep, invested. Yep. In like the movie. You're, you're not going to get that little circle no. yeah, halfway exactly. through a scene, exactly. and you're like, I got to wait for the internet to, no. you know. Anyway, yeah. whatever. Yeah. The, our fans know this stuff. Yeah. Our viewers know this stuff. <laughs> Look, we, we preach feel. this every week. Yeah. We do. Uh, it's the last thing we're going to talk about. It's a little. It's a little bit of an interesting topic, but I thought it would be fun thing to sort of like look at and talk about and see, you know, with the stuff that we do, how can we sort of like influence this trend and like mm-hmm. how can we how can we encourage people to do this? So AMC, AMC theaters is trying to boost sort of indie filmmaking. 
Cool. And right, the way they're right, going right. to do that, they're going to create a new label called AMC Artisan Films, yeah. which is to seek, which is to boost certain movies that might have trouble getting traction as moviegoers increasingly choose well-known brands, whether it's Marvel, DC, Star Wars, right. anything that's a big franchise or yeah. or has like a big budget and a big marketing push. Yeah. Right. yeah. You know, there's been movies that have come out recently. Like Booksmart is a perfect example, and even the movie with Charlize Theron and Seth Rogen, the uh, action, uh, the long shot, long shot, yeah. Mm-hmm. Both movies very well were very well received by the critics, mm-hmm. but made peanuts the box office mm-hmm. because right, people right, are right. not necessarily like either it's not playing in their area or they're not really investing or they don't know that those movies are playing. Yeah. Can, yes. can I ask you a question? Yeah. Because I'm kind of reading ahead here. Sure. Is part of this AMC Artisan Films seal of approval, mm-hmm. is part of that going to mean maybe a lower ticket price to go see it? That I don't or will know. will they be the same? I because I feel like this has been part of the conversation is yeah. if you if, if if movie theaters really did want to do something like this, mm-hmm. part of it could be, look, Make you're going to pay 15 bucks to go see Avengers Endgame again this weekend. But uh, Booksmart is $8. Yeah, sure. Exactly. Even at night, mm-hmm. prime time, mm-hmm. 8 bucks. Yeah. So you and a date could see it for 16 bucks And have a good time. Oh, you know what? Yeah. Maybe we'll do this. And it's yeah. like, will that help the movie? Absolutely. Will that, you know, like... That will absolutely help a movie. I think I think there's potential for that. Mm-hmm. I, but I do think that AMC, currently where it stands, if they're going to do something like that, they're going to try to push people over to AMC A-list. Okay. Uh, okay. That's fine. Because yeah. I, I, know right. that, I know that the price varies based on where you live. Yeah. And I do understand that, like, that may also be difficult because yeah. not everyone necessarily has an AMC within a stone's throw away from them. So they might have to go an hour plus to go to an AMC theater. Yeah. And if that's the case, then I think what you're saying makes a whole lot of sense where it's like, cool, AMC Artisan Films, you come watch it at our theater, it's going to be $8, whether it's morning, evening, mm-hmm. you right. know, late night, whatever it is. You know what, though? You know what AMC used to do? And I don't know if they do it anymore. Maybe yeah. they still do it, but I think they've been trying to move people away from this, to, again, to do the AMC A-list, mm-hmm. is $5 Tuesday. I think it's $7 now. But it's $7 Tuesday. It. Yeah. The AMC and downtown still does that yeah. so $5 yeah. or $7 yeah. Tuesday I think is great I yeah. think that they can what they should do is just like just like museums down in San Diego will have a free day every yeah. first Monday of the right, of the right, month right. have like a first Monday of the month where like half off it oh like indie movies like this yeah. AM, anything that's AMC artisan film yeah. half off mm-hmm. you show up on a Monday to draw some some flies to that honey you know right, right, <laughs> to, right. to, to bees well, to I that think, honey right. I think Adam's idea of maybe moving that towards a prime time, like yeah, you could watch Avengers six, yeah, or you know watch this uh, this uh, this uh, John Watt movie that he just made, yeah, yeah, or yeah. whatever, yeah, Clown Car, the pri- yeah, go yeah. watch Cop Car, <laughs> Clown go Car, watch Clown, 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 Clown Car, yeah, <laughs> the sequel, so, uh-huh. that, but like that's the kind of thing, and I feel like I feel like the way movies are swinging right now it's the big giant comic book superhero blockbuster Mm -hmm. and there will be a time where it's going to swing in the other direction Mm -hmm. so maybe this is kind of like a good way to ease people into like hey guys there's other great movies coming out right now that maybe you should look into which is amazing. Like, so, what if Gendy came out with something and I was just yeah. like, Fuck, man, nobody's paying I mean, attention Gendy, to this. Or you even look at uh, Barry Jenkins, you know, yeah. the director of yep. Moonlight. Yep. Right, he did right, Be- right. If, uh, Beale, Beale Street Could Talk. Yep. Yeah. And as much as like critically and commercially acclaimed Moonlight was, mm-hmm. it didn't necessarily help Beale Street. Right. People right, right. saw it, but most people that saw it were real deep cinephiles. Right, mm-hmm. exactly. Or it was readily available and they saw right, it. But right, it still right. didn't like make huge I, I don't think it was i don't think it was a box office failure i think it like made money yeah mm-hmm. but i think if you did something like this where you like lower the ticket price yeah. or you do something to entice people to come mm-hmm. then yeah if if instead of paying i don't know twenty dollars to go to amc you know city walk to right. watch them watch that movie right 
hey, it's going to be available for ten bucks. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I, then like, I, I, I think more agree. people would be enticed to go. I mm-hmm. completely agree, and it's kind of like the street food cinema model. Like, yeah. we will pay twelve bucks to go and watch The Sandlot or Jurassic yeah. Park yeah. or something. Like, the audience is there. I think LA is a good place. As kind of like a proving ground just because it already kind of happens here. Right. There's so many different theaters showing so many different things yeah. all at once that if they kind of move that to the mainstream, like the 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 Midwest or the East Coast, wherever, because mm-hmm. L.A. is kind of like its own separate LA, thing. L.A. New York, yeah. Yeah, Chicago, it's kind of like its yeah. own separate thing. So if they move that to other smaller cities and gave you the option to see these smaller movies in this bigger Edward Cinema or AMC or Regal Theaters, whatever you have, then that would be a good way to open up the rest mm-hmm. of the people who are not in LA, New York, or yeah. like wherever Agreed. Agreed. to these great movies. Yeah. That Agreed, are yeah. that don't go to like Cannes or they don't go right. to the film festivals right. or whatever. Yeah. I mean, know? some of the movies that are on this list, like Midsommar, the new Ari Aster movie, the director of Hereditary. Midsummer? Midsommar, but Midsummer, it's sure. It's pronounced it Midsommar, yeah, really? Because well, it's uh, Swedish. Oh. Yeah. I've been calling it Midsummer. Damn. I mean, Hector. I've been calling her Mrs. Crabapple. <laughs> it's Crabapple? It's Crabapple? Oh, man. But you <laughs> like know, like, real dumb we, dumb. we have these, we've had these, like Zach and I have had these conversations too, and it's like, yeah, because of the ease of accessibility on television, exactly. because of streaming services, right. people are not as motivated to go to the movie theater. Right, right, yeah. right. And a lot of it, I'm sure, has to do with the pricing. Yes. You know, whether it's the ticket or the concessions. The convenience. I mean, yep. when we yeah. when we go, we just went, we saw, it was Aladdin or something, or Toy Story. Right. Because it was my birthday, I paid zero money for, for snacks, and yeah. I paid zero money for a ticket because right. I have A-list. Right. Mm-hmm. Obviously, like, that's not something that is going to happen every single week. That's right, not something right, that's right. going to happen to everybody who, like, does not have A-list. Yeah. But mm-hmm. how do you incentivize people to go? Right, right. I think doing something like AMC Artisan Films, but also pushing of, like, hey... We want to encourage people to come, so we're going to lower prices. Right. And just try it. If it doesn't work, it yeah. doesn't work. You I know, you got to figure something else out. I think out. they're afraid to lower prices just because they, the trend of not going to theaters is already happening. Yeah. So they're like, oh, we got to squeeze everybody. But yeah. maybe if you lower the price, more people will come out and you'll make the money that and way. And movie theaters, and maybe this has changed since I worked at the theater, but as far as I know, movie theaters don't make their money off of tickets. They right. make yeah. their money off of the concessions. The concessions. Yeah. Yeah. They keep the revenue off of that. The percentage on tickets is is low. Yeah. And I think for these indie movies, it may be even lower. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Listen, but no, I'm, I'm not going to confirm or deny whether I take family-sized bags of M&Ms to the movie theaters. I'm just saying, that shit's expensive. You want to get your fresh popcorn there? Fine, yeah, I get fine, it. I'll buy whatever. your popcorn. But I'm, the, a mini bag like this of M&M's for $6? Yeah. I'm like, are you, you kidding you want, me? You want me to buy your beer there? Because now you put a bar inside the movie yeah. theater? Yeah, <laughs> I appreciate that. I'll get a cold beer at the theater. Yeah, I will yeah. get that. Like Alamo. They just mm-hmm, opened. They're mm-hmm, going to open mm-hmm, the Alamo mm-hmm. next month, which we need to go to, by mm-hmm. the way. We all need to. Yeah, live, we really we probably should do a Patreon video about that. I'm sneaking in my M&M's and I'm sneaking in my chili mangoes. No, the Patreon. So the Alamo gives you dinner there. You have a a little table there like you can eat your dinner while you have but other movie theaters as As long as you bring me my m&ms in a martini glass that's the only way i'll accept them separated that's the only way i accept them blues red just like yes exactly just like the i pick theater where it's like two trays and it's like i'd like a red one please like a red one (laughs) i'm enjoying this i'm enjoying this midsummer film Mm. Quite very much. My peanut M&M. Yep. My peanut butter M&M. My now, crunchy M&M. Now a hazelnut M&M. Um, this is new. Good. Oh, my God. Delicious. Please. What, what responsibility do you think people in our space have who make content for the internet? Like Number one responsibility if we're movie people, I feel like, yeah. is to talk about the news where the 
the environment of filmmaking and television making is shifting, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. where merges are happening, where people are losing their jobs. That's the number right. one responsibility right. is to try to shed some light on the business workings and how it's affecting people in this city, in yeah. this right. economy, right. Yeah. that stuff. Number two responsibility, don't be a piece of shit. We talk about <laughs> inclusivity. We talk about you know the importance of different voices and try to explain that. Number third responsibility number is- Number third. Number third, the third is- uh, is uh, uh, <laughs> Running low on energy. <laughs> Third response, <laughs> depleted fuel, is is to um, is it's not necessarily my job to cover movies like period. Like I'm not a movie journalist. Yeah. But right. if I do go see one of these films that I feel like is not getting enough love, absolutely, you have the responsibility. Right. Number three, yeah. to go out and tweet about it and t- right. you know and talk about it. And right. I do that stuff to cartoon shows, right. even mm-hmm. older, whatever that I'm experiencing that I feel like is, hey, everybody, look at, check this out. I try to do it, and every right. once in a while. Some of the response will be like, oh, yeah, I remember that cartoon show. I haven't yeah. seen that cartoon show. Well, that was great. I'm going to go back and watch it, yeah. too. And it's like, cool. That's cool. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just trying to yeah. to prop up art if yeah. it's art that I enjoy. But I feel mm-hmm. like those other two responsibilities should come first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I, I agree. Did In one of those responsibilities, did you talk about how movies don't exist in a bubble mm-hmm. and they're not created in a bubble? I feel like it's a number two. That, that could find, kind of fall in number two. Because it's talking about different voices yeah. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. and how all art is inherently political. Yes, that's what yes. It, that, that's, yes, that's, that's part that, of it. So that's kind of the thing. It's just yeah. like, it really irks me when people are like, oh, I wish to take these politics out of these movies. I'm like, mother, oh, are you kidding me? I mean, Zach and I talked about the review when someone yeah, said that's, about X-Men. That's what I remember, I went, yeah. I, I, my eyes just rolled in the back of my head and I went, what? Right, exactly. Um, whatever. Exactly. Yeah. Hey, you got to get to this pizza, bud. I'll get to it. I'll get okay, to it. Okay, all right. But, but I agree. You know, like, I, I try to do it as well. You know, whenever we catch a movie or whatever, if I go out and I see something that isn't usually not on people's radar right. and they don't really know too much about it, I say, like, hey, this is a very limited movie. It's a very limited run. I really recommend it. It's a great cast, great director, yeah. great writing, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Or even if it's not as great, I'm still like, these are things I liked about it. If mm-hmm. you like these things, you may enjoy this movie. Right. I don't really ever discourage people to not see movies. Right. Un- Unless for some crazy reason it was absolutely horrendous, right, but right, right. in recent years I honestly can't remember anything that I hated so much that I would not recommend it. Yeah. Nope. Even Dark Phoenix, as much as I thought it was very problematic, yeah. mm-hmm. I think if you were to go watch it, and you had followed the X Men franchise. There right. are things that you might enjoy yeah. about yeah. it. Right. Right. I don't right. know. I feel like I feel like it's our responsibility to paint a picture of our experience with yeah. the movie and yeah. not tell you. To not go watch something because I feel like when we first started, we we did kind of do that. Yeah. Like we mm-hmm. rated things and we we're just like, eh, you can skip this one or whatever. Yeah. But that's also people doing people a disservice yeah. because I it feel closes like, the conversation. Exactly, it doesn't leave it open and and it it doesn't service anything for the art either yeah. because there's people who get different things and like you say a lot, Hector, you you're not in my heart. Like you don't mm-hmm. have my heart. You don't have my experience. Mm-hmm. So you could be depriving somebody of. T- of them feeling something. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it's our job to describe our, our experiences in the best way possible. And hopefully some of you connect with that and then it would encourage you to either see something or have an open mind about something or talk about something with somebody who you wouldn't normally talk about with, you know? So beautifully said, that's, that's beautifully. That's said. what I feel. Yeah. That's where we're going to start end a conversation. Yeah, let's do it. Cause <laughs> we got a, stuff to do. Uh, but guys, let us know in the comments below what you thought about everything that we covered. How do you feel about this artisan films brand of AMC? Mm-hmm. Would that encourage you to go see movies? Would a price drop on certain movies encourage you to go see more movies? What are your thoughts on Comic-Con? Are you going? Are you looking forward to going? What are you hoping to see there? What do you wish was, was going Will to Will we see you there? Will huh? we see you there? I wonder. <laughs> yeah. 
Are you going to yeah. try to? Are you trying what to pick you, up on something? To, he's just no, scrolling he's just aimlessly. Scrolling. He just wants to. He's cover run it. out of energy drinks. Need, he just needs more. I need another one of these. Jeez. Hang on, let me close this. Hector's so got adult can... stuff to go do, so we're going to get out of here. But thank you guys so much for watching. Make sure you guys subscribe. Check out this crazy trailer reaction we did for Hobbs and Shaw. Let oh, us know what you dope. thought about all that. And uh, I think sometime next week we'll post our individual videos. But in the meantime, make sure you check out Patreon. We've got a lot of stuff coming up on Patreon. We're going to be doing commentary on the first Men in Black. I think I'm going to watch it and I'm going to listen to it with audio commentary. And yeah, you should. Get all that juicy info for the mm -hmm. patrons. Next week. Yeah, yeah. That's right. And I'll that's go right. and watch the 106 episodes of the animated series Men in Black. Just kidding. I won't and do that. I'm <laughs> going to go watch the first four Frast and Furious yes, Furious. and Furious. Furious movies. <laughs> Thirst and Furious. <laughs> cool. Thank you guys so much for watching. We'll see you next week. Bye.